Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Reed. Yeah! yeah. Uh. I'm a big seller. You know it. We can't wait to bet. Hell yeah. Popping off this drink. Hell yeah. Love and heaven sex. Hell yeah. All day. Hell yeah. He been counting cake. Hell yeah. Puffing on this day. Hell yeah. We can't wait to bet. Hell yeah. Oh, it's lunchtime. In New York City, that means spliffs up. People are vaping outside. There's a purple haze. This city is weed city. It's vice land. Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. This city has gone to pot. Because I smell some weed. Someone is smoking. <laughs> Someone is smoking. <laughs> It's everywhere. And you're laughing. You're giggling. Oh, my God. Like a kid who just filed, just uh, rolled up his first joint of ragweed in junior high school. Took him like nine times. And then tried to act like he was one of the cool kids, like he really got a buzz when he really didn't. Can I hear that one more time? Eric Adams uh, coming to an observation that is quite apparent to all of us. Because I smell some weed. Someone is smoking. <laughs> Someone is smoking. <laughs> yeah, that's what our city is now known for. Viceland, Weed City, USA. Because there has been a survey and New York City tops the list of world marijuana consumption. You got that? Not United States marijuana consumption you would have thought oh definitely san francisco and oakland combined or los angeles or portland or seattle where the potheads rule no uh aurora in denver denver itself on colfax 420 right justin 420 right that's your national holiday no right here in the big nyc and do you know that almost 99.9% of the weed is illegally dealt? Now, what was it? It was uh, Andrew Evelage Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta, Cuomo, King Cuomo I, who over two years ago legalized the recreational use of marijuana. We now have nine stores in all of New York City that sells it legally. It's overtaxed. There are too many regulations. They're not even raising enough money to stay in business because the competition is everywhere. There are 2,000 illegal weed shops, and it's the only growing business in New York City. In fact, some of them are 24 7, 365. Out of the many empty mom and pop mortar and brick stores, they've now come in, taken over. They got the green leaf, neon light, blazing, just like. The potheads who blaze away and try the product are standing there and you say, my God, it's the only boom business in New York City weed. So New York City must be making a lot of tax dollars. Not only nine legal weed shops, 2,000 illegal weed shops that are selling 24-7-365. So you say to yourself, now wait a second, 
Where's the enforcement? How come we don't let the cops and the local precincts just go into the weed shops that are easy to see? They're open 24-7 in every neighborhood in the five boroughs and just seize all the product, padlock them, lock up the owners and operators, and write them fines to put them out of existence. It should be the job of the NYPD, but oh, no. It's the job of the Sheriff's Department of New York City. It's not even a law enforcement agent. And who is the top sheriff? You've seen him in press conferences. He looks like Lurch from the Adams family. You rang. His name is Anthony Miranda. He's the head sheriff. No enforcement capabilities. It is basically a civil organization to collect taxes and to basically seize cars. You know, take him to the pound. Other than that, they're weak. And on occasion, there's a photo opportunity, there's a press conference, they bum rush into one of these 2,000 illegal weed shops, and they're growing as we speak. And Anthony Miranda, excuse me, Anthony Miranda, who I don't trust, suddenly says, hey, look, we, we, we stopped, we shut down another weed shop, illegal weed shop, and they're open up in 48 hours. And they're dragging out bags of weed. And I said, well, where's that weed going? Is this Anthony Miranda and his deputy sheriffs getting wine, dine, and pocket line? Because they just seem to be growing all over the place. And then all of a sudden you say, how did this guy become the head sheriff? Why don't we let the police do that? Oh, 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 that's right. Anthony Miranda. Oh, friend of Hiram Montserrat, the crooked state senator who went to jail for corruption, did federal time. But was the best pals of Eric Adams, Swagger Man with no plan when they were both state senators up in Albany. And what was it that they believed in? Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. So let me see here. So uh, Eric Adams took advice from this convicted felon, Aunt Miranda, who then told him, hey, appoint Anthony uh, Miranda. Make that uh, Hiram Montserrat told Eric Adams, his homeboy, appoint my homeboy, Anthony Miranda, the sheriff, and everything will be copacetic. Why should I trust Anthony Miranda? By the way, they're not closing weed shops. You think I trust that they're not getting paid off, that they're not taking product, that they're not taking the vapes, they're not taking product, and they're not selling it in the black market? Hey, call me a doubting Thomas. I'm a doubting Thomas, but check it out. Eric Adams, we now are rated the world's top marijuana consumer. And we only have nine legal weed shops. All my haters become my waiters when I sit down at the table of success. (laughs) Well, maybe he'll be sitting at the table for the bake sale. You know, Wiz Khalif's bake sale. How ridiculous is this? And now the latest... Bitter corruption to hit New York City and New York State, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, and they call it the State Commission on Gambling. Don't trust them. The last time the State Commission on Gambling had to deal with anything was back in 2010. AEG came in and wanted to set up a racino, electric games, not a full casino, at Aqueduct. And who was involved in that? Oh, there was Governor Patterson, there was Congressman Floyd Flake, there was State Senator Eric Adams, there was State Senator John Sampson, and there was State Senator Malcolm Smith. The five homies, they should have been all locked up. 
they were getting wine, dine, and parking line. If, An- if Andrew Evilized Cuomo didn't rescue them by bringing in the Malaysian firm Genting, which actually I have to give Andrew credit, it's worked out for the state. They give 60% of their take in Aqueduct to the state to pay for education. One of the few things that Andrew Evilized Cuomo did good, and by the way, he kept those five guys from going to jail. But now we see that Tom DiNapoli has issued a report that says, hold your horses. In 2015, four licenses were given upstate for full game-playing casinos. I mean, every game you ever imagined playing that you always lost your moolah schmoolah at in other casinos around the country, they had the license to basically print money. 2015. It is now 2023. And Tom DiNapoli, the state controller, says the tax revenues produced by those four upstate casinos have fallen well short of what the state projected nearly a decade ago, a warning for New York City's own potential casinos. And right now there are nine, count them, nine competitors. They want that license to have a full gaming casino. And they're bribing elected officials. They call it the uh, Gaming Commission up in Albany. And Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb says, I'm not involved. Eric Adams says, I'm not involved. Liars. It's all their sickle fans, toadies, and lackeys. And the big boys are trying to get casinos, right? Nassau County Coliseum, there, Bruce Blakeman out there. He wants it there. You ain't getting it, Bruce. That's a Republican enclave. Dems are going to take care of their own. Let's see, there's the bid from Times Square. You got Jay-Z there. Maybe dumbest idea I've ever heard, to put a casino in Times Square. Like, it doesn't have enough problems, and there are signs all over the place, uh, no guns permitted in Times Square. That tells you that's a problem. All right, let's see, there's, uh, oh, wow, there's near Penn Station, the Hudson Yards, right near the United Nations. Oh, there's also the owner of the uh, Mets who should be in jail for white-collar crime, Steve Cohen. Uh, he's got a bid in right next to City Field. There's the Coney Island bid, and it goes on and on and on and on. And they're promising us that we're going to be drowning in tax dollars to have a legally licensed casino in the five boroughs. One, oh, it'll solve all our fiscal woes. It'll pay for the MTA money-taking agency, which is not collecting the fares on the subways and buses, and thereby it has to be constantly subsidized by us, the sucker taxpayers. That's why they call it the MTA money-taking agency. Beware. There's going to be a lot of corruption. There's a lot of lobbyists with their beaks in the trough. There's a lot of politicians getting wine-dined in pocket line. But a casino in New York City, and definitely not in Times Square. What an idiotic idea. Is not the panacea to all that ails New York City. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Well, well, well. Another high noon today at WABC. The gunslingers, they all come for me. It's like, um, 
White hats, black hats, they all call me liars. They all emerge. They all appeal to Sid, and they say, Sliver's lying. He's a degenerate liar. Let's see, uh, Justin Ellick. We've had a cast of characters come into the studios of late. Let's see, the police commissioner of Nassau County, Curtis is a degenerate liar. Peter King, congressman, when I was calling out that corrupt police chief in Suffolk County, right? James Burke. Uh, Rendino in the Bronx. Man, how many, wait, Borelli in Staten Island. And mostly Republicans, I might add. You know, you would think it would be mostly Democrats. Oh, Eric Adams, every day, City Hall, right? They're calling up. Fire Sliwa. He's lying. There's no, that's not happening. And then the next day it happens and they pick up the phone again and they say, fire Sliwa. Make him renege. Make him capitulate. Make him apologize. Suspend him. Excommunicate him. Fire him. Actually, I now counted up the tally. Wow, there's equal numbers of Democrats who want me fired as uh, well as Republicans. And the latest to step out wearing his, he says, white hat, but he earned a black hat after his appearance with Sid Rosenberg this morning. Justin Brannon is a little different. He's the councilman from that Bay Ridge community, and uh, he's known Sid for like 23 years. The guy has tats all over him. Uh, used to play uh, some of that Nazi speed metal, uh, you know, with his band in, and he didn't realize it was Nazi speed metal, and he gave that up. So he decided to become a um, elected official and rip off all the people of the city because he controls the budget, believe it or not. He's not just a city councilman. He controls the budget for the city of New York because he's a puppet of Eric Adams, so this was Sid this morning setting up the interview because Justin Brannon again appealed to Sid and said, why do you have that liar, Curtis Sliwa, on? Justin Brannon, New York City Council member of the 43rd District based in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. He's also chairman of the Finance Committee, I believe number two overall. I've known Justin for 23 years. And, um, well, he texted me yesterday. He's upset with Curtis. He's upset with Curtis. Justin, is anybody not upset with me, friends or foes? Because all of a sudden my friends go, how could you do that to me? I'm your friend. Hey, if you're a crook, if you got your beak in the trough, if you're not transparent, you're not my friend. You're my foe. And at this point, most politicians are my foes because I don't trust any of them. Democrats or Republican. So here's Justin Brannon stating his case against Curtis Sliwa, who he has labeled a degenerate liar. To, co- to come on the radio and completely lie about something was just wild. Hmm. Now, what was I lying about? But Sid did an intervention. Of course, you're going to call Curtis a liar because the truth is more than often he tells the truth. And that exposes some of your good friends. And that's exactly the way the conversation went. Okay, so number one is I have been campaigning to elect Harry Kagan, who is battling Justin Brannon in the November 7th election in that 43rd district. And I have said publicly over and over again that Justin Brannon in city council in 2010 sat there and applauded comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Slope, when he took a billion dollars out of the police budget that has never been put back. 
51 members of city council voted 32-17 to defund the police. But you not one, Justin Brandon, of those 32 people who, in fact, voted to defund the police a billion dollars. And then Justin Brandon lied like he typically has lied to his constituents and said that, again, I'm a liar. I'm wrong. I was not. This year, matter of fact, this year we funded the police uh, an extra $300 million. So the FY24 police budget is going to be close to $6 billion. Now, wait a second. See, the problem is, is that uh, that $300 million is not going for the police. It's going for the violence interrupters, who are usually men, sometimes women, who have done prison time, who have been gangbangers, who are supposed to go out and stop the violence of their their homies in the street. And more than not, they say to the cops, snitches get stitches and end up in ditches. We're not cooperating with you. We're not giving you any info. Just give us our paycheck. Why are we paying violence interrupters with $300 million? Because the violence interrupters will tell us so that we won't go out and commit crime. Oh, so you mean this is extortion? But then all of a sudden, now that he said he did not vote to defund a billion dollars from the police budget in 2010, a man who has established his reputation all throughout the five boroughs, as a nationally watched program on Newsmax, John Tobacco weighed in with Sid. Johnny Tobacco, my buddy from uh, Wise Guys, he says that bad turd is full of shizzle. He voted to fund the police in 2020, and he sent me the document where, in fact, he did. Yes, John Tobacco delivered the documentary evidence that clearly points out that Justin Brandon did not just vote to defund the police in 2010 and high-five Bill de Blasio at that time, but was the cheerleader for that effort because you scratch the marrow of his bone. He's not a Democrat. He's a socialist. He's a friend of AOC, all-out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the socialist who hate the police, want to defund the police, want to remove the police. But then, you see, Brandon had no facts to follow up on Sid, who was all over him. So Brandon did what everyone else does who uh, is a critic of mine. Although this time he called me. What did he call me? Curtis Lee comes on, talks about my district, talks about something that's just not true. It's just not true. That he, he gets on the radio and says the mayor and I are planning to turn Sherwood Park into a migrant tent city. Absolutely false. But this is what demagogues do in times of crisis. Did he call me a god? I'm not a 5%er like Jay-Z. Yo, God, what's up? Oh, oh, a demagogue. Hey, Justin, you're a college boy, right? Uh, after the show, you got to tell me what the hell a demagogue means, because I have a feeling it's nothing good. But then again, anything with the word God in it, other than goddamn, must be good, right? Because you know he was cursing me out. Anyway... Here was Sid, though. Sid would not let him off the map. And then he says, let me tell you something. You're the guys who are scaring everybody. Scaring people is exactly what you guys are doing. If you walk outside, I work in New York City. I love Bay Ridge, don't get me wrong. I work in New York City. You bet your ass was scared. Now, look, that's Sid Rosenberg, macho maniacal, he goes to the gym every day. He's got testosterone crashing through his cranium. And he acknowledged that, yep, he is scared. 
in Eric Adams' city where the swagger man has no plan. Then all of a sudden, there was some tactical air support that came from a lot of our listeners. Uh, Sid Rosenberg has the largest audience of any in the mornings on any morning radio program in the nation. And all of a sudden, a regular contributor to the Howard Stern Show over the years. Well, she can't listen to Howard in the summer because he's a slacker. He's a deadbeat. Uh, you know, he thinks he needs to be paid not to do radio. Hey, why don't you retire, guy? You're like Frank Morano, the Mama Luke. You're on perpetual vacation. Not me. Every day. Every day. There is no vacation. You know when you get your vacation? When you're dead. That's right. People say, oh, well, why don't you take some time off? There'll be plenty of time to take off when you're dead. There's nothing else to do. But I digress. Let's go to the great Marianne who lives right there along Shore Road. Now... Remember, she's not a fan of mine, the fan of the guy I just slammed, Howard Stern. And her secondary uh, fanship goes not to me, but to Sid Rosenberg. Shore Road is up in arms. Across the street, five-plus million-dollar homes. All the neighbors are talking that they want to put homeless tents all through Shore Road. Bay Ridge, 86th Street, 3rd Avenue. I can't even walk to kickboxing anymore at night. It's full of homeless, which I feel terrible. And I even give money and food, and a man threw a match at me. So we're in bad shape. The garbage is piled up past my head, and the stores are shuttered. Walk one block, Sid. For every two stores that are open, five are closed. So Bay Ridge is in very, very bad shape. That's all I could say. Oh, if you like Bay Ridge being in bad shape, re-elect Justin Brennan because he's been in charge all during this, or elect the guy I'm supporting, Ari Kagan. By the way, I tipped off the neighborhood right here at WABC that the intentions of the Adams administration, and remember, the Adams administration has gone on record as saying they have eyed more than 3,000 New York City sites to house the illegal aliens and that everything is on the table. So I felt I would do a solid for everyone in Bay Ridge and in Dyker Heights, that whole area of southern Brooklyn. And I would let them know that, yes, they have intentions at City Hall on putting up a big tent in the baseball fields between 69th and 79th on Shore Road, the park there. I used to play ball there, baseball against Severian. I was the captain of uh, the JV team, Brooklyn Prep. We were horrible. Severian was the best. So I remember it well. Got bathrooms there. Yeah, one of the few parks with working bathrooms. Glory, holly, oski, hallelujah. Hey, maybe Justin Brandon, we can attribute that to you. The toilets work, but everything else is udiscraziata. That's not me saying it. It's one of your constituents, the well-known Marianne. But it doesn't stop there. And Anthony, Anthony calls from Bay Ridge. This guy's a mutt, Sid. Listen, correct me if I'm wrong, please. Last time when de Blasio, when he did the $1 billion, wasn't this guy on the city council or not? He was, 100%. That time, Sid, he sure as hell did yep. vote for the money. So now all of a sudden they see, you know, the, the woes of their ways and how things are getting so effed up. And now he changes his mind. He's a turncoat, two-faced mutt. Boy, that's not me saying that. First it was Marianne, then back-to-back, belly-to-belly, Anthony. Both of them live right along Shore Road in Bay Ridge. So, hey, Justin, I'm just the messenger. You don't like the sound of the message. Don't try to kill the messenger. You know who tried to do that? John Gotti Sr. too, John Gotti Jr. It didn't work. 
I took a licking and I'm still kicking, right? Yeah, serve the people. Stop covering up for Eric Adams. Point in fact, let me take you back, Justin Alec. You remember you were reporting on this. May 14th, Eric Adams puts busloads of illegal aliens, single able-bodied men, and tries to put them into the gymnasium of PS188 in Coney Island, which is in Justin Brandon's district and Eric Hagan's district. 75 of them. May 14th. You know what Justin Brannon's statement was? Meantime, remember, he is the puppet, and the puppeteer is Eric Adams. Eric Adams exhales, and Eric, excuse me, and Justin Brannon inhales. Uh, Justin Brannon said, I'm puzzled by what the mayor has done. He's puzzled? What did Eric Kagan do? Eric Kagan started to organize all the local residents, the moms, the dads, the children, blacks, whites, Hispanic, Asians. Check the news stories. So between May 14th and May 18th, Eric Kagan led the demonstrations outside of PS 188. The 75 illegal aliens were already in the gymnasium, courtesy of Justin Brannon, who was puzzled by that move. He knew what was going on. And then the buses came back. And Eric Kagan, the moms and dads and kids in the community won. Eric Kagan fought for the parents. Justin Brandon gave cover to Eric Adams, mayor, for the illegal aliens. Now, I also gave a tip-off, did I not, Justin and Alec, the other day, to all the hipsters and millennials who have taken over North Williamsburg around McCarran Park. Used to be predominantly Italian, Polish over in Greenpoint, Automotive high school there where they would teach you how to hotwire cars and operate a hot shop, uh, chop shop. Well, they just moved 80 single body illegal aliens in to the recreational center in McCarran Park. And let me give a tip to everybody in Sunset Park. They are moving a hundred illegal aliens, single able bodied men into the Sunset Park recreational center. Paul Rodriguez out there running for council against the socialist Aviles. Better rally up the folks. You can't let them do that. That'll destroy the community. And this is what the socialists want. They know you move the illegal aliens in, and the law-abiding, God-fearing residents will put the for sale signs up and move out. And oh, 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 they will call me a liar. Well, it looks like I smoked my adversaries again. On this edition of High Noon, Curtis Lee takes on friends and foes, Dems and Republicans. And I think we can say, Justin Ellick, why don't we bury Justin Brandon right there in Shore Road Park and let Sid Rosenberg give him a good eulogy because I'm coming after him with Ari Kagan and we're going to crush him so he can go back to playing speed metal. You know, some of those neo-Nazi lyrics with all his tattoos on. Yeah, Justin, we're coming for you. And up next, who did I warn sit about in 2019, Justin? A Republican named Eric Overage. And nobody wanted to listen. Check your headlines today. He's going to J-A-I-L. Justin Brandon, you'll be very lucky when I get through with you. If you're not indicted, too, and you're on a daisy chain perp walk with that crook, your former colleague in city council, Republican Eric Ulrich.
Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. And another one gone. And another one gone. Another one bites the dust. Hey, hey. I'm coming after you, all you corrupt politicians, Democrats or Republicans. And boy, today I have Nakis. Why do I have Nakis? Because in 2019, Sid Rosenberg said, Curtis, Curtis, you know, I just been honored at Russo's on the Bay and Howard Beach Crossway Boulevard. By the Queens County Republican Party, they made me their man of the year. Do you know any of these people? I say, yeah, I know them. Why are you standing next to city councilman, Republican Eric Ulrich? Sid, are you a stunad? You understand he owes the gam- the, excuse me, the banana crime family $600,000 in gambling debts. They got a vig over his head. Oh, no, Curtis, he's a fellow Republican. Why would you say that about him? Since 2019... I've said it here on WABC over and over, Justin. And who's made fun of me? Eric Ulrich himself. Oh, where was, he's making that up, man. You know, I'm a good citizen. I'm like the white, uh, actually, he does look like the white Urkel. Like Pee Wee Herman, you know, with his bow tie and glasses. He's going to be somebody's Maytag because he's on his way to jail. He was just indicted for political corruption. Now, you think Sid has any remorse that he didn't listen to me? Let's see, that was four years ago. I said, don't talk to Eric Ulrich. He's wired up like a Christmas tree. He's a confidential informer. He uh, owes the Bonanno crime family $600,000. So what did Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, and his uh, campaign manager and fundraiser do for his mayoral run? They... Uh, actually encouraged uh, Eric Ulrich to jump across party lines and support them and to raise a million dollars in matchable funds. From uh, Bananos and others, legal guys, illegal guys, didn't matter. As long as you get a million matchable funds, we'll make you the buildings commissioner. And guess what? Eric Ulrich got a million dollars in matchable funds for Eric Adams, and he was rewarded. By putting the fox in the chicken coop. An organization, an agency of the city that's corrupt, no matter who is the mayor, the buildings department, and they made him commissioner. He didn't know how to pick up a bag of nails or what to do with a hammer. And suddenly he's commissioner of the buildings. (laughs) You see the headlines today? He's indicted. He's going to jail. And right away I say, Eric Adams, why would you pick this guy that everybody knew? If you went for a slice and coke at the New Park Pizzeria, 
Commit it. Eric Adams is dirty, man. He owes the Bonanno $600,000. Commit it. I'm focused. And one thing I am immune to, I'm immune to hecklers. I've been heckled all my life. As a little boy, as a police officer, as a state senator, as a bar president, as the mayor. All I know is all my haters become my waiters when I sit down at the table of success. What's up? You can't after the press conference. After the press conference. Go ahead, finish. finish. What's up? Thank What's you up? so much, What's Mayor. Up? Thank you for what? Let me give you his hectic schedule today. Today at 1.30, Eric Adams delivers remarks at the flag-raising ceremony for Bolivia, where the cocaine comes from. Maybe because Bolivians are taking over this country as illegal aliens. And then at 3.30, he cuts the ceremonial ribbon, which he did often as a borough president, for the new Ethiopian kitchen grand opening on Fulton Street? Is this what a mayor does in the middle of emergencies? He's nothing but a glorified borough president, as he called himself, the Biden of Brooklyn. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.